playing 18 to a full 60. Early leads to buzzer beaters. It all starts by getting on the board. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of On the Board Podcast. I am back. The whole gang is back. Yeah, My name is... Oh, you, no, I don't think you did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, guys did a, you guys did a bang-up job. My name is Colby McKee. Across from me is Lance Dahl. Hello. And across from him is Jesse Christensen. Hola, amigos. Welcome aboard, everybody. You're so Spanish. Yeah, trying to be bilingual. Every day wow. he comes into the studio. Hola, amigos. Hola, amigos. That's good. Um, <laughs> so it's, what is it, July 16th today. Yeah. Uh, right Still. in the throes of summer, and not so much on the baseball front, but that's where we're going to start. Because what do you mean not so yeah, much? I think baseball right now is huge. Underselling this. I mean, they they there's just finished the All Star break. Yeah, they finished the All Star break, and now it's trade season, and that's yeah. what we're gearing up for. Well, we make a big deal of it out of every other sport. That's true. I don't know why you undersell this. I have some pent up I, anger about yeah. it. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like you don't care about baseball, bro. Oh, I know. I I know you're a loyal Boston Red Sox fan, and I appreciate that. Um, but the trade deadline, I feel like not the big names as much as other sports, uh, you know, trade places on well, deadline day. I, I think that the MLB trade deadline is a little bit lackluster compared to other sports. It is weird. Uh, previous years, there's almost been like two trade deadlines because right. they, they do the deadline in like July and then sometimes in August you'll get the not odd anymore, trade. Though. Yeah, they kibosh that. So mm-hmm. there's only one trade deadline. I think this could be a surprising year and I wouldn't be surprised if we see a ton of trades this trade deadline. You're going to have to because oh, yeah. there's only... One deadline. So yeah. teams have to make a decision but I by think July thirty first. Usually around this time, you kind of have an indication of who's making the playoffs and who's not. Right now, Roughly. I think this is wide open when it comes to some of the divisions. Yeah, there's some weird spots. Very weird spots. Like the Indians thinking about trading Trevor Bauer. Right. I, I don't understand. And but. remember last week, you and I were talking about like San Diego. Like San Diego definitely is going to go out and get a big pitcher, right? I don't know so because now in the past week like they've been shit. I know. So so like who knows? My I was honestly thinking that Strowman would make a good fit in San Diego. Right. But now after hearing that Bauer could be up for grabs, how does San Diego not make a run at him? Well Or Noah Syndergaard, knowing that Syndergaard and DeGrom are now on the block. I guess and I didn't really say it last week and I probably should have, but one of the reasons why um, among many that I thought Strowman and the Padres may be a fit is just because they were talking about it in like 2018, like right around Christmas. They were talking about trading Stroman to the Padres, so it still makes sense. I feel like every year they talk about trading Stroman somewhere. I feel like every year the Padres talk about picking somebody up. And they never do. <laughs> well, they do in free agency. Like yeah. in the offseason <laughs> they make their moves, but at trade deadline they've not really made a big splash. And I mean, right now, as of we're recording, they're three games under 500. So, yeah, I mean, I they're mean, 16 and a half games back, two and a half back of the wild card. And you're right, they're, they haven't really been playing that well. They've lost three in a row. They're three and seven in their last 10 games. Yeah. But you made a good point about if Trevor Bauer's out there and there's talk about uh, Matthew Boyd from the Tigers being mm-hmm. available, if those guys are all of, like available, then shouldn't the Jays be trading Stroman like yesterday? Why? Well, I, I was having this conversation off air with someone. Is Stroman the number one pitcher on the block right now? No, not if Bowers out there. You still think Bowers would be still be number one? I oh, saw God. the Zach Granke and, and that the Diamondbacks team. If they continue to free fall, they might be unloading him and Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray, I can believe. Yeah, I don't know Granke if they're gonna get rid of. No, no. I did but hear I, I rumors about Stroman potentially going to the Astros and them needing a big time arm. Uh, alongside Verlander and Garrett Cole. Well, Do the, the Astros need another arm? Yes. 
I thought they that back fight. end of that rotation. I mean, if if Stroman could be your number three guy in playoffs potentially, that's a that's a great uh, three man yeah. lineup of yeah, pitching. Yeah. I would look at Oakland to look for another guy too because I know they went and got uh, what's his nuts out of Kansas City. Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey. I don't know if that's <laughs> a huge pickup. It's a nice pickup. It's a guy. I don't know if, uh, if I'm Oakland. Maybe I'm looking to doing a little bit more damage. Yeah, they're like, not going to get the West, but I think Oakland is going to make a huge run for that wild card. Oakland just doesn't like to spend money, and so the, hence why they got Homer Bailey. And True. I mean, like, and the thing with Stroman is that you still have control of him through to twenty twenty. But uh, yeah, Houston makes some sense. I mean, and because Houston and Toronto have done a lot of deals, and it's funny when it comes yep. to baseball, managers like to trade with one another often. Like you have your set of guys that you make a lot of deals with, and for Ross Atkins and. Jeremy Lonow or whatever his name is, something Jeff Lonow um, oh, from with Houston. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. They've made so many deals. I mean, they made the Robert Asuna trade, or Roberto Asuna, sorry. They made the Alemis Diaz trade for Trent Thornton. Right. Teoscar Hernandez yeah. has been traded. So, That's I mean, a there's, good point, yeah. there's a few times that they've gone back and forth with one another. That's why I think Houston comes up in the Stroman conversation and because Stroman does have the year of control before he can start asking for a lot of money. but Another team I think about is the Giants and Madison Bumgarner. Uh, it's basically, I, I, in my eyes, I think it's a foregone conclusion that they ship him out for some more assets. A potentially yeah. a team like the Yankees go after. They, they need some pitching as well, these Yankees. Well, and whether it's Stroman or Bumgarner, yeah. I think it would be huge if you're able to trade Bumgarner to the AL because yeah. then you can almost have an Otani deal where he pitches, but you can also use him as a DH. He's a hell of a hitter. He's, he's not a Otani-type hitter. But he's a guy that if you're struggling for hitting, I'd put him in the lineup. That's an interesting thought. You look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> that's got to be the most out there thing I've ever heard. I Madison, know. Madison put, Bumgarner will never on a Yankees team in the AL. No, no, there's no way he's going on a Yankees team because the Yankees have no... He could go no, to Baltimore and he's not going to DH. <laughs> no, no, I definitely think he'd DH in Baltimore. They have no one hitting home runs in Baltimore. Hey, <laughs> Nunez got 25 bombs. Yeah, Renato Nunez. And Trey Mancini's been good. Okay, there's that's a couple true. pieces. Uh, speaking of Baltimore, before I forget, Jonathan VR might get dealt out of there too, which okay. is interesting, middle infielder. Uh, but no, he <laughs> I would take Baumgartner to hit. He's not okay. That's irrelevant. It doesn't uh, matter. Obviously, doesn't matter. he's not going to hit as much as Otani's hitting right now. But if a couple injuries come up, I'd put him in the lineup to hit some bombs. Okay, so isn't he one of the best hitting pitchers in the NL right now? Yeah, but yes. hitting pitchers is one thing. An actual batter in an American League, when you have a DH spot, that that's what the players <laughs> are there for. But if the guy wants to hit. He he's made it known. He, he can has want said to hit all he wants, but he's wants paid to, to throw a baseball. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hit, you can come on my team. You're on an run. island on there, man. It's I not can't, I can't baseball. get in there with you. Hell no. Um, I, I take him to hit bombs all day. <laughs> <laughs> you go strike people out, then you go hit some bombs for me. Then why doesn't he go to Atlanta? Why doesn't Atlanta try and get him? Because that's where I think he's going. I think he stays in the NL. Oh, I think, think he so, goes hey? to Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. I think Atlanta needs a pitcher. I think they're gonna look a little bit at Stroman. Yep. Um, but obviously I think the history there with the front offices yeah. and, and Alex, Alex Anthopoulos. Yeah, and they would have the pieces. Like if I'm Toronto, I want to get Stroman into the Braves because I feel like the young arms that you can get back, they have a plethora of them in, in Atlanta. You might be able to get 
a real good one back in return. But I like I, what I they've done pitching wise with go. with Keuchel and obviously with Soroka, Calgary's own Soroka. Like yep. uh, that's, I'm glad they pulled the trigger on uh, Keuchel. Yeah, and add a Stroman to that. I think that could be a very yep. uh, important piece for them. So could be interesting for the Jays. I wouldn't be surprised Stroman out, maybe Smoke. Although I don't know a lot of teams that are really looking for a first baseman right now. Yeah, um, that's it's a tough position. That's a tough. I think uh, Giles or Giles, whatever he calls himself, he definitely could Still be Giles. out. Giles. I, I would love to see him go to a Red Sox team. I don't think it's going to happen. It all depends on how Evaldi does in the in the bullpen. That's possible. Didn't they sent down Ryan Brazier too? They did. Well, Brazier's been a little rough. Well, yeah, he's been ass. It's but. because he tilts his head. He doesn't know where the hell the <laughs> strike zone is. Where the fuck am I looking? But I mean, if you were to add Giles to that Red Sox team and you're able to have that one-two punch that they haven't had all year long. Like the Joe Kelly and the Kimbrel one-two punch in that bullpen, that would make a huge difference. I also think Freddie Galvez could be out of there. Yeah, Galvez could be. When you have Bo Bichette lighting it up in the minors, you could probably get rid of Galvez, who's become a fan favorite, but he's really he's come into his own. Yeah, he could get shipped out, and then you can move Bo Bichette. Now the pieces are in place for your future. Yep. Yeah, they got to clear that middle infield for sure to Have bring to. Bushette up. Yeah, so Have there's to. lots of bodies in there. I think reliever help in general. You talked about uh, Giles, uh, Will Smith out of the yeah. Giants, another big name. Uh, there's a guy out of Pittsburgh. I can't remember his name. There's uh, a guy out of yeah, Miami yeah, I think, too, isn't there? Uh, Romo. I, Romo is having a good year. I didn't um, see nothing out of my. I think either. relievers are going to be. Uh, they could get you quite a haul if you got one of them. I think you can get some some at least some decent prospects for for a rental like that. So yeah, throw one more in there. Shane Green out of Detroit. There he'll be. Oh man, he he'll has be gone. been lighting it up. Hey. Yep. Wow. And it's funny because the Milwaukee Brewers are tied to every single person that's available. <laughs> yeah. So chances are they'll get nobody. Nobody. But uh, <laughs> but they're, they are linked to everyone. And one other name I wanted to throw out is a uh, starter for the Cincinnati Reds, Luis Castillo. Oh, yeah. There's starting to be some rumblings that he's going to be available. A lot of people might not know who this guy is, uh, but he's an absolute stud. And if he goes to one of these big teams we're talking about that needs a starter like Milwaukee, the Astros, or if the Yankees, like one of those teams, the Braves, if they can pull like a Luis Castillo out, my God. A budding ace. Yeah. A young budding ace. He yeah. could be a, a game changer, absolutely. Even though guys. we are halfway through and there hasn't been any trades yet, what are your predictions for a World Series this year? Mm. That's a good point. It's questionable. Um... I think it's too soon. <laughs> you think so? I don't yeah. think it's too soon. Going halfway through. Yep. What do you think that you... Is the Dodgers the lock in the NL? I don't think so. No. I mean, they're looking good in the NL. Yeah. I don't think you count out Philly. I think Philly could heat up. I also Washington. think Atlanta. There's so many different... Uh, I'm just looking through it now, like... The AL is way more difficult to predict, in my opinion. I mean, the Yankees are are up there, but your Red Sox, um, you've got the Twins. Can they hang on to their I don't think position? The could make a I, run if I, they acquire a piece. Like I, there's so many more question marks in the AL. To me, I think the Dodgers are. I mean, as you said, right now they're head and shoulders above everybody, even in their own division and in the whole. From Conference. a gambling standpoint, I'm on a Padres and Cleveland Indians fine. I know. In the World Series. Lance's parlay Friday. Was, yeah, uh, didn't. Well, we went not two quite for a, three last Yeah, week. that's not too bad. So you keep, keep an eye on that on our Facebook page. I'll throw out some picks for you every single week and uh, try and make you some money. But, um, yeah, like I, I think Cleveland's still, like I think they're going to keep Bauer. I think they're going to be able to maybe even add somebody. Kluber's um, could be coming back by the... Kluber could Kluber's be back doing in a bullpen a session, I think, right now. I saw like that. A rehab assessment. I mean, they're 8-2 in their last 10 games. Cleveland's not out of it. Nope. Nope. 
and, and what I think they're like six games back. What is it? Yeah, six games back right yeah. now of, of Minnesota. Uh, I would say Cleveland sneaky, but I, I right right now it's like a Yankees Dodgers favorites. Right. right? I I kind of was leaning that, and it would suck because I do we really want to see the Dodgers in there again? Like the Dodgers but, are becoming the bridesmaid. They're they're built for this, aren't they? Like they yeah, keep, they're not built to win a championship. They'll get young, you to the championship. Yeah, they're young, but they're not gonna win it. They're young and they they have their window is open. I think. And what's it been for the Yankees? Ten years since they won a championship. Something like that. The last I, one I with A Rod. Like, was A Rod on that team last time? They oh nine. Yeah, that sounds right. Interesting. Uh, so the deadline's coming up July thirty first. We'll have lots more on that in coming weeks to come. Uh, you mentioned Jesse when we were going through our episode. Uh, a first-time event happened in the, what, the Atlantic League? Yeah, it's in the minor leagues. Uh, there's minor leaguer, an outfielder for the Southern Maryland Blue Crabs, which is a great name. Blue Crabs. Became the first player in baseball history to successfully steal first base. Congrats. Good on you. <laughs> so Claim to fame. They have this new rule where if you're up to bat and the bat catcher misplaces the ball. Just or the catcher. Sorry, the catcher goes, and it goes behind him. <laughs> Sorry, that, that gets me every time. <laughs> yeah. Then you're able to run to first. Yep. And they're kind of playing around with this, wondering if maybe they should bring this to the MLB. It'll be in by next year. I love this idea. I don't see why not. Yeah, the right? Only, the only question I have is, do we have to put, like, a line? What if what if the bat catcher misses it? Catcher. But I... Whatever. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And it's a thing. I don't know. The guy misses it, and <laughs> I'm running, and I take maybe ten steps. Realize, no, 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 I'm not going. And then, can I just go back? Or once well, I'm fully committed, am I done? Yeah, yeah, because you can't go back is. to home. You can't base. go back to home. So I think you're stuck. I think you have. As soon to, as you make that motion that you are going to run, is it like in slow pitch where there's like a, a line where the do you have to the, do a commitment line? Runner? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's probably no different than I mean, like when you grow up playing baseball. When you run through first base, you're always taught to turn to your right because if you turn to your left, they might think you're, that you have intent in. to go to second. It's no if different. If the catcher mishandles a- the ball and you're like, oh, I might have a chance, and you take that step or you move those hips and it takes a really awesome bounce off I the think- backstop, it goes right back to him and it's like, nope, nope, I'm just kidding, I'm just I kidding. I think if once you leave the batter's you go, box you and you're like, you're, so if you're a, a right-handed bat and you go past the, the left-handed batter's box, that's probably a, a decent, like, if you're going by then, and if you're a lefty, it's basically once you make that turn towards that. Not even, not even the batter's box. When you make a step, when you like, everyone knows what intention looks like. Like it's very obvious. It's no different than than the first base thing when or you or like a check when, bat or whatever. Yeah, well, check bat's a little bit different because it's interpretation. Yeah, I but, love the idea because anytime that you can get more base runners on, I, why not? Yeah, I just think that there does have to be rules of what. If you make any sudden movement, are you automatically committed to going to first? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I hope it does come into play. I yeah. just think there's a couple bugs that need to be aired out. Yeah, exactly. They're, They're also talking about pushing the mound back in that uh, like Atlantic League or whatever it's called, moving it further back as a... Why? So know, the robots like kind of, can uh, well, that's another have thing more time at. to Jesus. process? Those are, the, those are three of the different things that the MLB is putting into the Atlantic League for... Review at the end of the season. Are you kidding me? Baseball is so goddamn old school where we can't even talk about having the exact same rules for the ALNL because it's tradition that the pitcher has to hit in the NL and there has to be a DH in the AL. But you want to get rid of the umpires that have a goddamn <laughs> robot tell me if it's a ball or a strike? And they did exactly the same as, as a human would? 
It's it's nuts. I'll accept a robot umpire when baseball in general has the exact same rules because it drives me nuts that we're not playing the same game. Does the East and the West and the NHL play different rules? Does the East and the West and the NBA play different rules? No. But in the MLB, it is such a different game. The NL compared to the AL is such a chess game. And when it comes to the World Series, uh, more often than not, it's AL's... AL's built for it. favored, yes. Because AL has that extra guy for the DH. Exactly. So that's a very interesting point. Yeah. I don't I don't know why they do that. It's, like you said, it's tradition. And uh, I don't know if any, anything's going to change that. But we shall see. Interesting moves down in the minor leagues of baseball. Uh, we'll switch over quickly to NBA. There was a kind of a major trade happened in the association. Russell Westbrook leaves OKC to join James Harden out in Houston. Chris Paul goes the other way. Now, how long Chris Paul actually stays in OKC, that's to be decided, probably not long. Uh, A couple first-round draft picks get thrown the other way towards OKC, but Russell Westbrook and Harden teaming up do they become a another power duo in the that Western Conference? Yeah, there's like Obviously. eight of them in the West. I know. Yeah, and it's ridiculous. I, I think all the power couples in the West will probably go to the playoffs. Yeah, but then they're going to be out. Some of it is going to be out first round, and how big of a disappointment that's going to be for all these super teams or what quote unquote these super. duos. I'm sorry, yeah. I wrote some of these down. Yeah. It's stupid. It's crazy. Like LeBron and Anthony Davis, Kawhi and Paul George. There's Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum. Jamal Murray and uh, Nikola Jokic. There's Steph and D'Angelo Russell until Clay comes back. I mean, even with the Jazz, there's Conley and Donovan Mitchell now. The Mavericks even have a duo, I would say, and Chris Porzingis and Luka Doncic. Like, half of those duos are going to make it past the first round. Houston, and, that's six. Yeah. That's six of the eight uh, playoff spots, potentially. I just rattled off, like, eight of them. Yeah. One thing that I think is going to hurt Houston is Houston is known for shooting a lot. They love the three ball. They love Westbrook James Harden. is a bad three-point shooter. He is, yeah. He is the worst. And, and, well, Ben players. Simmons is the worst. <laughs> well, yeah. Ben, ben got paid, too. I don't know why. They're not yeah. shooting, yeah. I think that that alone, that category of the three-pointers, is going to hurt Houston. Yeah. Because they're losing Chris Paul, who I, I, I consider a, a really good three-point shooter. And w- they gained the guy who's going to get you triple-double, sure. But I don't think he's going to play the game that Houston is known for playing. And that could hurt them. They're both ball hogs as well. They're one and two last year in usage efficiency or usage rate, I guess you could say. And they're both ball hogs and somebody's got to have the ball in their hands. And if one can't shoot, you almost wonder if Harden becomes the off ball guy uh, and Westbrook runs the offense and because Harden can shoot better. Yeah. That could be an, an option for Houston as well. I mean, their usage was so high because that was just circumstantial, right? Like well, with coaches, OK, both coaches implemented that those two guys were going to run the team regardless. But with OKC, you had Paul George last year. Why not use Paul George a little bit more? I mean, James Harden, team. James Harden had Chris Paul. Why didn't they use Chris Paul more? Right? I think I mean, Paul George is better at this point in his career. But the comparison's than, the same. At the end of the day, both coaches want James Harden to run the ball and have 70 fucking points every game. Yep. And they want Russell Westbrook to do the same. And so now they got to team have, up and they got to coexist and carry yeah, that I don't, Houston team. I, I don't think that's a problem. No, not for those two, because so, they've because yeah. they played together before. They, they have. have. And what I I be how did they? What was the best they did when they were together in OKC? Well, the the three slash four of them, the big four yeah. with Durant and Ibaka, went to the finals. Right against the Heat and the LeBron, and they they got lost in five. It'll definitely be interesting to see how they. Did. I kind of feel bad for Chris Paul. I mean, I know there's rumors that him and Harden really get along. Now he's in OKC all by himself. 
Yes, he is. Yeah, it won't be there long. For a well, while. Well, no, I read that uh, OKC had no plans of trading him. You never know. Something could come up. I would like to see Chris Paul traded because he's probably near the end-ish of his career. They want a first-round pick for him if they can You get... don't want to see his career die in OKC. It won't. It won't. No. I guarantee that. No, Whether he gets somewhere. bought out or whatever the case may be, he will not last very long in Oklahoma. Because what, they were trying to pull Miami into the three-way trade? That's what I've been hearing as yeah. well. Yeah, Miami. Uh, maybe Drogic goes the other way because they've been trying to get rid of Goran Drogic in Miami since the failed trade with the Mavericks uh, didn't right. happen just after Canada Day. So um, not so much player movement. We did mention Ben Simmons quickly. He signed a max deal for a guy who can't shoot a three-pointer. He's yeah. 0 for 17 <laughs> in his NBA career from the three-point land, and he just made 170 <laughs> Plus million dollars. And Take he, that. And you know what the smartest thing he did in that contract? He took a no option. <laughs> He's got no <laughs> option. Final year, yeah. So he is staying. And a, f- a 15% trade kicker, which I don't know how that works. I in don't terms know. Of, that, that, like, the player takes that money or the team. I, I don't know, Lance. You can. He gets like 15% of his contract or something if he gets dealt. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, it's it's not going to matter because they're probably just going to keep him because no one's going to want to get no, him yeah. shoot a three. No one, no, unless he puts up huge numbers, no one's taking that contract. That team is locked in now with Embiid signed, Simmons signed. They just signed Horford and Tobias Harris. That's your four, and then they're going to put some scrubs in around them. Which yeah. they, they should do well in the East. I, I mean, people are talking James Ennis on that team, or was he, is he on Milwaukee now? I think he's on Philadelphia. He said it's going to be a clean walk to the finals now for Philadelphia. No, I think Them in Milwaukee are going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. going to be interesting. Um, into NHL talk quickly. The RFA watch continues. Uh, nobody signed this past week. Bob McKenzie said that he important. doesn't think anyone's going to sign, or the majority of RFAs aren't going to sign when he gets back to work on Labor Day. Like Crazy. Labor Day. That's six weeks away. How is Mitch Marner still out there? And we're talking about he's not going to get signed till Labor Day? William Nylander's not going to get moved, by the way. <laughs> I was really hoping because he got, I changed my number to 88. I yeah. thought that was like code for no, I think that means getting the hell staying. out of there. That well, he's got to stay now. He's now. paying for all these Toronto Maple Leafs fans to get their jerseys changed. He's not paying crazy. for nothing. Well, the, the he's company. putting Adidas on yeah, the line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're not changing the number if you're leaving. I know. It sucks. You stay. So, well, I mean, I, I, who knows? He might still get dealt. But he I could. just thought when he said that he was changing his number, I'm like, he's not going anywhere. It was not the uh, the young Maple Leaf star, that the news that you wanted to hear. You wanted to hear a Marner news, but it was about <laughs> Nearlander and his damn jersey. But I keep hearing rumors that, I mean, the Islanders and Columbus are looking at offer sheets uh, for Marner. I am very surprised that no one's reached out to Marner with an offer sheet yet just because it's been so long? They're scared. And I think they'd, Marner's camp, what I've been hearing is that they don't uh, they don't want longer than five years, but the team that signs him to the offer sheet is going to want him for seven. They want him oh, for yeah. a max. And yeah. If they're giving if up four for you're doing an offer picks, sheet, you want him for as long as so you possibly can. So I think can. that is partially uh, scaring teams away from giving him an offer sheet. I think <sighs> the Leafs just want somebody to give him an offer sheet. To get this over with? Yeah, that way it's just like, okay, this is... It's like the Aho situation. Well, yeah, they got exactly. 11, what is it, 11.2 million right now to play with. So they could just offer him the the 11 because he probably wants the exact same as what Matthews is getting. They keep saying in the ballpark of Matthews, but... Yeah. yeah. It'd be perfect if he takes a 10 or a 10.5. And uh, They're I, all goddamn greedy. I believe dates have been filed for arbitration in certain cases. I know for the Calgary Flames, three RFA still in the market uh, with Sam Bennett and David Gillies, as well as uh, Matthew Kachuk. John Gillies. Did I say David Gillies? David Riddich. David Riddich and John. Yeah, John Gillies I don't think has a No, I apologize. I meant to say David uh, Riddich. That's okay. Good catch. Uh, So those dates are scheduled for later this summer. Uh, I guess out in Calgary, I'm not worried as a Flames fan about getting all these guys signed. 
Uh, I mean, I sooner, guess they got a couple rather guys than done today too. Yeah, Valiev and and Lomberg. Yeah, a couple one year deals. deals. By the way, the Leafs have three point seven mil in cap space. So where did that turn around? Yeah, I, I heard eleven. Uh, as of right now at capfriendly.com, they have three point seven. Is that is, not uh, putting uh, Horton on long term? No, yet? that's oh, Horton on. IR. That is. Oh my! So something uh, doesn't seem right. I don't Why know. is everyone else saying eleven? I don't know. Well, where I've they're seen they're that. not looking at capfriendly.com. <laughs> well, that's where we trust our stats, boys. <laughs> wow, these like they're unbelievable. These guys. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Marner's the only one without a contract. He's the only one left on the Leafs. Wow. And uh, so I, I just looked that up. That's quick. good. Anyway, that's a thing. See you later, Nylander. Hopefully. <laughs> Honestly, that might be the case. Like you can't pay four of your forwards. Uh, what is it, almost forty million dollars? Like you yeah. can't do that a yeah. season. So what do you guys think, think of uh, Bennington's new deal? I, I think, think that Koskinen gets more still, which is hilarious. Does he? Ri- is Koskinen's f- on four and a half. And he's making 4.4. 4. 4. Oh, my. And Bennington's on 4.4. 4. The thing about Bennington, though, is wow. that I, I think that the Blues made a great deal because yep. two years, 4.4, 4, is this kid a flash in the pan? Yeah, you're not tied to him after two years. Yeah. Is, this, is he the real deal? Or was this just something that, you know, Surprised us. We rode the hot hand, and he won us a championship. Yeah. So they didn't have to sign him long term. I love that it's a two year deal. I hope that they prove them wrong, and he kills it in the next two years, and then he gets paid. He could sign up. Yeah, big time. Because he's deal. set for life. If you think about it. Yeah. He's still a rookie. What is he? Thirty some years old. He's just. No, he's twenty five. Is he? Yeah, he's n- not even. He's an older rookie. But older rookie. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, to make eight eight point eight mil. Next that, two years, that ain't bad. That's fine. In, yeah. a, in a friendly confines of St. Louis. I hear great things about St. Louis. I know you've been down to St. Louis once upon a time. Yeah, it's great. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a it's all, I don't know. destination. Yeah. No, but honestly, like people like all the, like Chris Prongers and all these uh, alumni of the Blues, they, they stay and they live in St. Louis. That's all I hear. I'll so. tell you what about St. Louis. Okay? <laughs> I'll tell you what. So I get into the airport, and we're driving from the airport to the hotel downtown. It's the Marriott. Nice hotel. It's just down the road from the old uh, Rams football field. Cool. We're driving on the interstate. Fucking houses left and right <laughs> off the interstate. And none of them have a combination of walls, windows, or a fucking roof. What? It's the dodgiest thing I've ever seen. Oh, if you no. think you've seen bad housing... Just go from the airport to the Marriott in St. Louis. Yep. Holy shit. That was <laughs> that was some of the worst things I've ever seen. So I would being... not say St. Louis is a destination. I would not say it's a great place to go for any sport. Oh, wow. I I would I I would look elsewhere. What about a Cardinals game? No. That could be on a bucket list somewhere. Yeah, ask Paul Goldschmidt how he likes being in the oh, Cardinals right now. I bet you he's kicking himself. He's very happy with his 210 average or whatever he's on these Maybe days. Maybe the uh, the hockey night in Canada cameras don't show the uh, the rough drive. No, from of course the they don't. <laughs> they show the nice golden, is it Golden Gate Bridge? No, Golden Arch. Golden Arch. Something like that. The Gateway oh. Arch. Gate, gateway. Yeah, okay, yeah. so a combination of the two. Golden. No, there's not, well, nothing That's, that I saw. Um, hey, maybe uh, a stripper or two. Uh, you mentioned, you mentioned uh, a little bit of football. I got a football story I wanted to share with you. Uh, I, I know we're a little bit away until the NFL season, but did you hear what the Tennessee Titans coach said? He was on... Uh, <laughs> He was on one of his players' podcasts, and he said that he'd cut off his penis to win a Super Bowl. Hell yeah, Mike Vrabel. Hell yeah. He's going for it. So he was asked, he goes, if he would top off the appendage for a league title, he responded saying, well, I've been married for 20 years, so yeah, probably. What a beauty. <laughs> he, and then he goes on, you guys will be married for 20 years one day. You'll realize you just don't need it. 
So his Tonight. wife must be a very lucky lady. <laughs> oh, yes. That he's willing to just cut off his dick to win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Mike Vrabel loves football. Oh. He didn't win it with the Patriots, so he's, uh, he's a little butthurt about that. Poor Mike Vrabel. Did he not win one? No, because that was the year they lost of the... No, did he win with... Oh, wait a second. They faced the Rams, I believe. It was 0-1. I think that was the first... Never mind. I might be wrong. I think he's it was got a... three Super Bowls. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you one thing. When I'm in <laughs> Vegas... <laughs> just disregard everything I just said. <laughs> when I'm in Vegas in a couple weeks, I'm putting money down on the Tennessee Titans. Shut up. If anyone wants to see a guy get his dick cut, <laughs> I'm in, Oh, man. hell yeah. I'm in. If you're a player that can't play for your coach that's going to chop off his dick for... Yeah. Yeah. If I'm Tom Brady, through a wall. if I'm Tom Brady, I'm going up to Kraft right now saying I'd like to be traded for the year. I'd like to go to Tennessee. I'll come back, but I want to go to Tennessee. I want to win these guys the Super Bowl so that coach I cuts off see his it. dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of fucked up, but yeah. Uh, I'm with you. Uh, Agreed. Who okay. says that? Mike Vrabel. He's all for it. I don't Animal. Know. Um, okay, there's no easy way to subject or to transition off of that. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk some Mavericks here. Uh, great week by our local boys. Big dongers they're hitting they, those guys. Uh, yeah, they got. There's your transition. Uh, Dick the dongers. I, I never thought about that. Uh, they're 19 and 18 on the season. They're one game above 500. Five in a row. They've won five and one over this past week. Uh, quite a streak. Eight and two in their last 10 games, and they're third in the West Division. But that division. I'm not sure if you guys seen the standings. There's four teams within one game of each other. Yeah. It is tight behind Okotoks. Yeah, it's it's so close. Yes. Except for Okotoks. Okotoks is uh slightly ahead. A lot better we, than everyone, but right now the Mavs are winning. Yeah, I think they're up three nothing right and now. They're Rodeo. facing they're facing Okotoks tonight. Uh the pitching's been great. We talked about in the past how uh, they get some qu- decent starts out of their starting pitchers. Then their middle relievers kind of let them down and they can't hold leads. But this past week uh, great pitching shows. There's been a couple uh, six and seven inning games from their starters, and it uh, just leads to uh, you know prolonged uh, pitching times. I'm not even sure what I'm trying to say there. Good what for them, the though. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> pitching times? I don't even know. Prolonged is pitching that, times. Is that beer hitting you a little, no, little harder yeah, right now? Pro- well, we did change it up today. Yeah. Shout out Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for their Bud um, Light. Shout out to Sal Rodriguez Sal. this week. Uh, it's he's our player of the week. Big Sal, he, <laughs> yeah. he hits dingers. Oh yeah, he did, oh, yeah. He did hit one. Big dingers. Sal, hell uh, yeah, he, he hit three thirty three this week with one home run and six RBI. So good on you, Sal. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, like we mentioned this week, they are pitch or they are what they're in Okotoks tonight, up three nothing as we speak. Uh, tomorrow in Okotoks, home to Okotoks on Thursday, and then stays at home for two against Moose Jaw over the weekend. So. Big times ahead for those it's boys. It's a big week. Yeah. If they can like go three and two this week, that'd be good. That'd Excellent. be big. That'd be very good. That'd be good. For the Mavs. So uh, fingers good. crossed. Good to see that they're uh, turning it around because it's well, such a short season. Yeah. They pack so much in a small amount of time that yeah. it's you get on a cold streak, it's kind of hard to fight your way back out, but they're doing it. They can't be three and 31 like the Yorkton oh, man. millionaires. Cardinals? No. Yeah, Melville. Melville's, I apologize. Classic. I'm not getting some names right, but <laughs> Yorkton's pretty bad this season. So. Yeah, they're uh, they're not very good. No. They are the Baltimore Orioles of the WCBL. If you're not following us or liking our Facebook page, uh, we do watch it and we do listen to each and every one of your suggestions. We actually got a couple comments this past week. Uh, let's start with Aaron on the Facebook page. Shout out to Aaron. 
uh, he would like to talk more about the wrestling, which is right up Jesse's alley. Yeah. There was a couple big pay-per-views. I did listen last week, both in oh. AEW and WWE. He wants a full show about wrestling, to which I say he's got to pump the brakes. Yeah, it's a you little, don't like that? Slow down a little. Oh, I could, I could talk an hour. About I know you wrestling. could. I know you could. But it, it was a bit, It was a huge weekend in professional wrestling. I didn't get a chance to catch a lot of it. I did watch the AEW fight for the Fallen that happened in Jacksonville, just outside the Jaguars' uh, uh, new arena. And this was the pay-per-view, not the not the free for This was right? a free Free. This was a free. Oh, this was too. free. This was streaming on. Uh, you lied to that. Uh, I know. I thought <laughs> I went in there and I I was ready to pay uh, the fight network. Apparently, outside of the U.S. and Canada, those bastards had to pay. Ah, but wow. in North America, it was free streaming on Bleacher Report Live. Is that because New Japan keeps bringing trash over I think here? So. Anyway, yep, that's the story to get for another back. day. But uh, you know what? Nine matches. Uh, again, it, it had everything that you wanted in a wrestling show. Had the Lucha Libre. Had like a really technical wrestling match, which was good. Had a great storyline. Chris Jericho came out there and cut just an incredible promo. The guy's like 50 years old. <laughs> and he's in the best of shape of his life, and he still can cut a promo. Yeah, it was that was a good promo. Oh, it was so good. Like that he was called, he that called was... Jacksonville jerk off Phil. Yeah, yeah. And the crowd <laughs> just ate it yeah. and he, they just hated it but I gotta say I mean shout out Adam Page who's been a guy that I'm just I don't know if I can get behind Adam Page had a hell of a match and then afterwards he was attacked by Chris Jericho Jericho goes on the mic starts cutting his promo and Hangman Page attacks him and there was like real heat there they busted themselves open I'm really looking forward to that title match in Chicago at All Out uh, Kenny Omega Another great match against Shima, who's a guy out of Japan or China. I'm still trying to learn some of these new guys. Don't know much about Shima. Love that match, though. Kenny Omega, kid out of Winnipeg. It was about a 22-minute match. Incredible. Lucha Brothers, SoCal uh, Uncensored were great. Young Bucks taking on the Reynolds Brothers of Cody Rhodes and Goldust. Great main event. Shima from Japan. Japan? Thank you. He he put on a great show. Wow. So... With the free for view, we'll call it, that yeah. just went on, yeah. and the G1 that was over here with New Japan, their right. big tournament, were some of those guys in the G1 as well? No, because they- anyone that's in the... Like, I think they have a deal with New Japan, but what I have been told is that New Japan said that they really wouldn't send guys over in the US right. or anything like that. So then AEW said, okay, well, we'll send you wrestlers but only in Japan. You can't use our wrestlers in the U.S. Right. So it's weird. So that's why they have uh, a deal with like AAA in uh, Mexico and then another Japanese company that they have. So I I don't know. It's very weird. I just think they should pull the trigger and New Japan, Ring of Honor, and AEW should just all be one company. Yeah. Go up against WWE. Yeah. Because there's a ton, a ton of talent outside of the WWE, which I have to say, I haven't got to watch that Evolve pay-per-view yet that WWE kind of did to fight with AEW. I went Team AEW on Saturday. <laughs> but Extreme Rules was a goddamn letdown. I heard Brock Lesnar won again. Yay. My guy. If you look. He's not hunting right now. I'll tell you <laughs> this. The titles, that I'll, man. I'll tell you this. So Brock Lesnar wins the championship. AJ Styles wins the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. New Day wins the tag team titles. Mm-hmm. You got Kevin Owens against Shane McMahon. And after Raw, Bray Wyatt came back and has taken on Finn Balor. If you rewind, we did all of those storylines <laughs> three years ago. Yeah. Three years ago, we did the exact same shit. But Kevin Owens cuts better promos now. The only difference between that <laughs> is Kevin Owens is 
somehow turned into Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love it. He's two beers away from becoming Stone Cold. <laughs> it's so sick. I, oh, speaking of cutting promos, like his promos are oh, exceptional. He cut a great promo. He's so good. It's so frustrating how so many WWE fans are are frustrated, and Vince and all everyone comes on TV and says we're going to change things up. Yeah. Not a damn thing has changed, and it's there's so much talent on there. Yeah, and it's just. We'll AEW has like no storylines. AEW has like three storylines right now, and I'm invested in all three of them. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on in WWE anymore. We'll see if, I guess maybe over the course of time with Bischoff and what's Heyman. his name there, Heyman running Raw and the SmackDown. Thing is, I, I heard that it was Heyman's idea to take Finn Balor off the Intercontinental title, and he wants a couple months off. So I think after SummerSlam, he's taking a couple months off. I would love to see Finn Balor join up with the club. Yep. AJ Styles and the Good Brothers, yep. and you kind of have a little mini bullet club in WWE. Yep. That would be fun to watch. A lot of options. Colby, yeah. are, we, are, yeah, are we long right now? Oh, or we do have one more tiny thing to uh, get Sorry, to. Sorry, I got heated in my wrestling. No, that's okay. I hope uh, Aaron enjoyed that. That was five minutes of whole grain goodness in the wrestling talk. Uh, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon on our Facebook page also sent us a message. Uh, wanted to get our thoughts on the Medicine Hat Tigers and the old arena getting uh, its final closing date. Per se, uh, kind of big news in Medicine Hat the last couple days. Yeah, for those who didn't see, um, the arena was sold to New Rock Developments, and so like they're going to create two lots, one for the new property and one for offsite parking for the Y that's down there. Um, and a condition of it is that they have to rezone it for what is it, medium density residential, which is like condos. Yeah, that's <laughs> condos. Probably what it's going to be condos down there, and then they got a year to do the demo and three years to uh, to get it built. Or the city has the option to buy the property back, which will never happen in a million years. No. But in any case, that's a thing. And so we were asked, or they were asking for, uh, was it Brandon? Yeah, Brandon. Asking for our, some of our favorite memories from the arena. Uh, so whoever wants to bat lead off, have at her. It's I think Elder Statesman here in the room. Jesse, go first. It's kind of bittersweet. I think it is too. Right? Like, I like the fact that they are doing something with that property. It needs to be done. But it's just a shame when you hear that they're going to tear down the arena so many memories so many concerts so many tiger games i know the big thing a lot of people will remember is that game seven against vancouver the fog game brendan bosch scoring in overtime crowd goes absolutely nuts the thing that i will always remember and i'm going back to wrestling so i apologize oh jesus i got to see the undertaker stone cold steve austin back in 1998 and it was one of the coolest shows no way ever to come to medicine hat and then years after that i actually slept outside on the steps of the arena so i get front row tickets to when cena was here and cena was the u.s title uh, u.s champion because i wanted front row tickets so i slept for 24 hours outside that door they opened the doors there there was a little bit of a line but not much uh (laughs) and i was able to see john cena front row that's cool uh, that was so cool. That is cool. Yeah. Undertaker was in our city. Undertaker was here. Yeah, he even went, like, it, they, it was called the Big Bang Boom Tour or something like that, but Austin was here. I met him at Moxie's. <laughs> Couldn't say a damn word to him. I was just so... <laughs> So starstruck. And then The Undertaker did the signing at the Medicine Hat Mall. No But he way. didn't come in his Undertaker gear. Right. He was in, like, biker <laughs> gear. Yeah, yeah. So when he showed up to do uh, autographs, I remember going to my dad, who's that? That's not, <laughs> that's not The Undertaker. Just yeah. a Mark guy. Yeah. Mark? It's like a biker guy. I don't know who that is. But yeah, those that will oh always my. be a huge memory. I was only four at the time, so I, I don't remember that at all. But uh, Memories, Colby? Uh, the first thing I thought of when this question came in was just a bunch of times uh, going to the Tigers game with my uncle. My uncle was uh, a season ticket holder. He shared it with his brother. 
and uh, he would take me on occasion. I loved going on weeknights because it was obviously school nights and uh, I got to stay out a little bit later, but all the crazy overtimes and, and the crowded hallways, you could never oh, get God. popping popcorn because it was a goddamn nightmare to walk. Uh, but, and just like, yeah, the, the friendly confines and the fact that everybody was right on top of the players. And Was it the Smarty Box when you were a kid? I, I seen that online today and I don't remember the Smarty Box oh, at all. Do you remember no. the Smarty Box? Hmm? Before the the green seats in the arena, they were like, oh, hell yeah. they were different and, color. Oh, they were yeah. like these wooden benches. No. Sometimes you had two in one. You had the oh. one seat. Oh yeah. So if you're oh, cuddling yeah. up with someone, you could you know get a no. little frisky. But man, they were so hard on the ass. I remember Awful. the green ones. Just plywood. Awful. And they were all different colors. They called it the Smarty Box. That's pretty cool. No, yeah. I don't remember that. But yeah, just all the hockey memories. Uh, I never seen any wrestling like Jesse. But yeah, it was like I said, bittersweet. And uh, I, I'm glad that they're you know, going to increase our, our city development, I guess you could say, and, and do something that way. But yeah, the, the arena will be missed uh, for sure. Yeah, it sucks, to be honest. Um, I had a couple. The first one was uh, local. Well, he he was a hockey player. Now he's a coach. But uh, Ryan Aisman, mm-hmm. uh, he was drafted, I think it was top three, if I don't if I remember right. I, I don't have it in front of me, to uh, the Prince Albert Raiders. And his father was going through some medical problems. And they ended up coming, or he came back, and they did like a charity game. Uh, it was just that was super touching. That was one of the uh, the better moments I'll ever have. But of course, you, you touched on it, Jesse. Like the 06, 07 yeah. finals. Not even just Game Seven, but even before that to Game Six, because like the Tigers came back from that series from Vancouver down three two, and in all three of their losses they were shut out, and so they come back for uh, for Game Six and they're leading. It was like three one if I remember right, and then. I'll never forget in Game 6, they gave up two back-to-back goals. The second was a shorty. And then 30 seconds later, uh, Darren Helm came and scored on the power play, and it was his first point of the series. Wow. And it was his 10th goal of the playoffs, but his first point of the series came in Game 6, which was crazy. And then Game 7, Dane Todd scoring the tying goal. Dane Todd. Yeah. 10 minutes left in the third period. They were down a goal, and... Willie was still rolling four lines. Dane Todd scored at the side of the net. And Tyson Sexsmith and Matt Keatley just absolutely battled. Keatley back was and a forth. stud. Tyson Sexsmith was just was good, good, too. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Those yeah. were two of the best junior goalies, I think, Well, wasn't it like seen. the coaching battle? Wasn't that like Hay and uh, Willie? Yeah. Yeah. Like those are two of the Legends. best heavyweights. WHL, like junior coaches. I mean, coaches. You, could, you could argue those were those two coaches' best teams they ever had oh, in easy. junior. Oh, easy. And it, it would seem fitting that they would meet in the Memorial Cup final that year, right? It had yeah. to happen. Well, yeah, yeah the, the championship series, and then they both go, obviously, yeah. with Vancouver being the host. That was, How did Brandon Bosch not have a park named after him in Medicine Hat? That's a great question. Right? Terry hey, Clark let's go hang out at the, at the Brandon Bosch Park. Terry There's Clark a, has a park. That's a great question. <laughs> right? I, there, there's some things we'll never know. Windy or Windy. <laughs> Willie and Windy! Br- Windy! Willie and, and Boshy, they, they need a park named after them. Or well, a rink. In due time. I think in due time. Uh, to answer your question, Lance, Ryan Aisman went eighth overall to oh, Prince Albert. Just, there you go. Just trying to uh, bow on that one. Uh, I think that's about it, boys. Anything else you want to add to this? Yeah, the Opens this weekend. The Open Championship. Okay. Just before. All right. Could we take it? I'm going to take Ricky. Ricky Fowler. Ricky. Um, I, I'm not betting against Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Kepka's like, I think, second. Yeah, he's the second best odds. Um... 
to, to Rory McIlroy. Rory's Rory? up there. Rory's Where's Ricky top. at? <laughs> Ricky will get you uh, 300 bucks on a $10 bet. Oh, that's oh, not bad. All right, I'll take that for Ricky. That's a pretty good one. Kepka's, Kepka will get you like 110 And uh, yeah, I'd probably go Kepka, but if I have to go off the board, look for just one random uh, European player, yeah. like an Alex Noren or a Graham McDowell. Um, one of those guys, Louis Eustace, and someone from Europe that can. You doing another betting thing on Friday? Oh, you better believe yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna follow that. I'm gonna put money down. I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust you. If you don't, if, if with the betting thing, like you can do a thing called a parlay, which is what I do. I'll take my three picks I put up there, and I'll put them all in one ticket. If they all hit, I win money. But what you can do, and if you would have done it this past week and bet them individually, you actually would have won. I guess however much you bet, you would have won like two thirds of. Yeah, you bet you win in total. more though. Don't you do it all in one? You do. Yeah, but it's more. But he's of a saying risk. individually, yeah. you could but do it, that too. Like if you bet individually, I would have got you two out of three right. So you would. I think oh, what on the pro line, you can only do like three k. Well, I, I, I do everything. Whatever. I do everything through online and on my phone and apps. Oh. But please I mean, uh, bet responsibly. Don't sure. Uh, yeah. Don't go crazy with it if you don't have the, the funds for it. Yeah, don't uh, be an idiot. Yeah. Don't be an idiot. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash on the board podcast on Twitter at on the board pod. Uh, we are, are live and active on our social medias. Uh, we're going to end this podcast with a little special tune uh, from our f- friend and listener, uh, Pumpkin. Yeah. We call him yeah. Pumpkin. Pumpkin uh, sent this in and it's, it's, it's too good not to share. Yeah, so enjoy Pumpkin's rendition of Don't Stop Me Now. Don't stop me now. If you want to have a good time, just give me a call. Don't stop me Because I'm having a good time. Don't stop me Yes, now. I'm having a good time. I don't want to stop at all. Thanks for listening to On The Board. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash on the board podcast. All right.